The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome to part two, session five of the Dungeons and Dragons starter set adventure podcast. Thanks for coming back to hear how Bree, Ferris, Thor, and Sir Moss fare within the hideout of the Redbrand Rough Hens. As Mickey, JJ, Kurt, Mike, and Joe get us started, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> if only that worked all the time. All right, we're back. We're um, we're, we're back with the uh, the characters in the Redbrand hideout. We have just defeated two Redbrand ruffians in the prison area, and we have two women and a boy in the cells nearby. I'm Joe. I'm the dungeon master for the starter set here. We have Mickey, JJ, Kurt, and Mike, Hi, and we're Kurt. just going to jump right back into the action here. I think uh, I, this is Mike, Sir Walter Moss, and I think I will search the bodies, preferably of the two women. No, of the red brands, so okay. hopefully they have keys to the cell. While he's doing that, um, I'm going to, like, just, nobody worry, everyone calm down, ladies, please, we're here to help. Yeah. And while Bree does that, I might off, I might ask the dungeon master whether or not he wants to award any XP for killing the ruffians so I can keep track of it. I will hold off on the experience to okay. see how you treat the prisoners. All right. Cool. It, oh, is a com- it is a combination experience here. So we had a, um, there was a mention, I believe, from Greg, the captive oh, um, red brand ruffian who got an arrow to the knee. Mm-hmm. And he had mentioned something about uh, the women that were being held captive near the undead. If you guys mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. remember that, it was in our previous sessions. Well, guess where you are now? The women being held captive near the undead. It is a quest that you guys did not have. So for the sake of filling out the sheet there, Kurt, if you want to put the side quest in there of Myrna's heirloom, M-I-R-N-A, heirloom. And we'll go with that. So you have now, uh, they, they will greet you. So Myrna Dendrar and her two teenage children, uh, 13-year-old Nars and 18-year-old Nilsa, they were the ones captured a few days ago uh, when the Red Brands murdered her husband. Now, um, she tells you her husband was murdered and taken down uh, into the hideout at the same time they were. He was murdered. His body is probably somewhere near here. Um, And there's... They, they were taken here blindfolded. They don't have a lot of information outside of that. All right. We found a body already. Yeah, but it was the old body of the guy that used to own the house. So the I don't one think in the crevasse. The one in the crevasse was, the crevasse. Way, way, it was very, very old. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We found the sword yeah. of the old guy who owned the house, but we don't know that the body was the old guy who owned the house. Well, the, bo- the sword was with the body. Yeah. Uh, the stupid dwarf cleric is going to question whether or not the sword and the body went together. Fair enough. No, they're not. Okay. Um, the and because we record at different times, I'll just backtrack a little and and fill in a little bit here. Heaped at the bottom of that uh, broken and well gnawed bone, well gnawed bones where the Nothic was, was a half-eaten body. Right. Mm. That half-eaten body, for the sake of filling out the story, is this man. It's the husband. Okay. It is Thel Dendrar. Ah. I stand okay. I So it corrected. wasn't a very old body. It was a half-eaten body. Okay. Uh, I sit correct. Okay. So even though the dwarf has been drinking some beer. The dwarf got it right. Well, yeah. He should. So does that, since mm-hmm. we did not have that quest technically, but now we have spoken with Myrna. Uh, we've learned that we have helped her. We have yes. been able to relate to her the fate of her husband, unfortunately. So they're very happy that you've, you, you've come. You, you're, there, you're there to save them, of course. Um, well, maybe you aren't, but we're going to say you are. Uh, and Sir Walter Moss I was there looking for keys. Mm-hmm. Um, I told them, come, serene. They seem like they're fine. Relax. No I, yelling. I think there, there aren't keys there, but it's possible that somebody with thieves' tools might I be able to pick the will locks. I believe three will try to pick those locks. This is got to be a low DC. Come on. They're pretty simple locks. Yeah, she got yeah, it. Yeah, she got it. 21. So you gave them that sly halfling 19. look, and they popped open before you even got your thieves' tools 19. near them. Uh, you, you 
open both of the cell doors, and you can use the same technique to take the um, the collars off the of collars their necks. Let the records show that Bree saved. Actually, did a rogue thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I mentioned to Mirna those collars must have chafed. Is there any um, um, kiss up. healing I could do to help alleviate <laughs> the chafe? Um, perhaps. I just hand quarters back. To them. I love that Ferris is our healer. They're it's very, awesome. they're very thankful. Um, how thankful are they, they? They like you say they don't know much <laughs> about the hideout. Thankful. They know that there's been um, the the guards have brought a, a wizard by more than once who has talked about selling them into slavery, and uh, that he has in more than one time brought with him some tall furry monsters with big ears. We don't know what they were, but they were very scary. Hmm. Based on a description, did it jog anything in my memory? Bugbears. Bugbears. Since we never described bugbears previously, they're tall, furry monsters with big ears. (laughs) Fear not, we've already faced one. We got one. Thank you, oh great dungeon master. Mm. All right. I like the oh great part. Go on. So Uh, um, they have their clothes in the middle. No, they're wearing their clothes. Uh, They were wearing wearing the plain plain robes. Clothes. Uh, So they're very grateful, and Myrna Myrna tells you that, um, well, first, how how can we make it back to the city safely? Can you help us? Walking back get, to the door. How do we get out of here? What we were blindfolded when we were brought is in. Is hang the crypt. a right. Yeah. Exit through the crypt. At the crypt. And okay. hang another right. Hang well, a left and go upstairs. Well, I mean, oh. if they... I don't know if they're going to put the have their clothes and put it back on, but I could walk them to the exit since it's not very far from This isn't Walmart. And I would... <laughs> Sorry. I would walk them to <laughs> at least the front part if uh, okay. if they're ready to go. Uh, they're definitely ready to go. Uh, there, she's very appreciative. She's good to go. Um, she says that uh, I'd love to offer you a reward, but we have nothing. With my husband gone, we we don't have anything anymore. And I could tell you though where you could find a valuable heirloom from my family that that you could you could have if you find it. Are, are you missing this heirloom? Is it, it's not is in enough? my house. It is part of this. A, a yellow question mark appears above her head. What exactly <laughs> is this heirloom? Um, that's a darn good question. Hold, please. Uh, it is an heirloom. Thanks. That narrows just, it down. That's awesome. Wow. Slavery. That's all you can do? An an emerald, it's an emerald necklace. Ooh, necklace. Okay. Her little eyes back out. <laughs> necklace. <laughs> um. So in the, the town of Thundertree, uh, her and her family uh, fled from the town of Undertree. Undertree, Under not thund- Thundertree. Thundertree. It is Thundertree. Thunder. Um, Thunder. Thunder. Uh, the reason I said that was <laughs> an undead, undead overran the place. So Thundertree and undead became Undertree. Um, they overran the place. And her family, uh, she tells you that her family had an urban alchemy shop inside of which... There was a case with an emerald necklace uh, hidden beneath a section of storage shelves, and she kind of explains to you how you could find that. Was uh, it Urban Outfitters? Spelled H E R B A N. That's pretty darn funny. I'm using that, Mike. Thanks. Um, but because of the undead that overran the town, they never dared to return to retrieve it. However, you, you have obviously proved yourself strong and capable. Therefore. Uh, granted, two of you needed to be revived, but that's not the point right now. Um, the, it, it, we have nothing to offer. However, if you wanted, you could go find this heirloom that was left behind in Thunder Tree. We will retrieve it and return it to you. To return? Who's returning? <laughs> Can we ask her this how, isn't far, Walmart. how far away yeah. Thunder Tree is or where? It's, uh, it's up near Neverwinter. Okay. So north, well, that's a long way away. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll put it on the list. So out of, out of what you know, you guys are in Fandolin, so the trip back up the high road here, Neverwinter, Thundertree's over there. Dang, lady. Yeah. Footnote. Well, that's where they used to live. That's where she grew up. That's where her family I'm going to put that in the low priority. Well, Agreed. But yeah, it's a yellow question we'll put a pin in It's it. not part of the story we'll put line. put a pin in it. <laughs> and are you now going to lead her to the exit? Yes, I okay. will definitely lead Seriously? her to the exit. Is are you anybody sure we don't want to keep her as a consort? 
Nope. Is anybody else going? He has a pool boy already. He's going back so, himself. Some, some dwarf some named dwarf. Thorn. <laughs> Thorn. <laughs> Bree's okay. going to rub her feet while he Just for the up. record, this is the first time I have role-played a dwarven pool boy. <laughs> it won't be the last. <laughs> right. I'm going to um, walk slowly down this hall, um, <laughs> seeing, looking around at the floor just to make sure there's Well, hey, make nothing. a perception or wisdom check. Okay, okay. Is anybody going along with this Ooh, caravan God. heading out? No, because I'm fairly sure I said there's like a fire trap in this hall, right? Bree is not uh, going with him. That no, is I'm a six. She's got other things to do. So I'm leading the way, but this I only the had a six. This is the one with the morning angel, you're, right? You're leading the way as the only person, so. Well, well I got them behind you. No, 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 no I would have gone, okay. for sure. The wizard would have gone? Right, I'm definitely it's not going. Does. I'm not. Because I know that hallway is a hallway of death. <laughs> There's a morning angel and nothing else. My feet hurt. I need to <laughs> rub them. I'll rub All your right. feet for five gold pieces. Uh. Screw you. I can rub my own feet for five gold. <laughs> the first taste is free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, because you, you, you failed to find whoa, whoa, the... Let me, let, me, let me roll my perception. Hold on. Hey, you are Hold looking. on. Yeah, Go ahead. He's going to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. Wisdom or perception? Go, go, go. Come on, on go. Ferris. Is that a nine? Nine 13. on the dice. Okay. Because you failed, and now that you've both failed, Double fail. you need to make a dexterity saving throw with a difficulty check of 15. Oh, one this five. Awesome. Please tell me this is a fire trap. Do we hear about. anything? Yes. 17. 17. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. As the floor falls out from beneath you, which I will, <laughs> I, will, I will just make a note right here on my drawing. As the floor on that little X there falls out from beneath you while you're walking down the hallway, <laughs> you are able to leap to the side onto the little ledges and not fall 20 feet down to your doom. Dude, Jeez. you guys are awesome. What kind of wizard has that kind of dexterity? The same kind that heals everybody. Uh-huh. Dude, you are a dexterous <laughs> wizard healer. He is a jack of all trades. Yes. He is I a, am a bard. Is he jack off all trades? <laughs> I think Ferris now, may be the Superman of our party. Even with it falling away, do we have them. the ability to get them you around yeah. on there? <laughs> Yeah, it, it is specific in saying that you get to the edge and you're able to skirt along the edge right. without falling. Did that I was the dexterity that? check. So What's we'll that? guide them. Did I there. do that? Yes. Uh, actually, the both of you made like, like 20 feet of floor just plummet, plummet down 20 feet. I think you need to lose some weight. And crash into the, 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 the so was it a, That was there. Pit trap? It was a pit trap. Not that, a fire trap. That, that was there. Um, again, for anyone following along, we just went through area number three. Uh, here, here's where we're going to do experience number now. Because we defeated the Red Brands, the Ruffians. Yes! And we get bonus experience because you have, we were the only ones that did it. And because you oh, have... No, you get no bonus experience, sir. You have made yeah. sure the Dendrars make it back to town alive. Mm-hmm. And because and? you avoided or survived, you survived the pit trap. Divided by two. <laughs> Let, let's make it so everyone stays I on the same number. Rings. No. Well, here we go. Both um, Ferris and Sir Walter Moss get an inspiration point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because right they... I don't know what that means, they but I got led, plus one. You, you get an, yeah, a re-roll. Or for anybody else, you can get a re-roll, yeah. essentially. It's, it's an advantage. You add a d20. You get an advantage. Um, you'd roll another d20, and whichever's higher is better. Or you can uh. give it to a party member yeah. of your choosing at a time of your choosing. So in total, like 400. 400. Which means 100 each. Um, how close does that get you to the next level? 775. Okay. I have yeah. an Excel spreadsheet. He has paper, and he's better than I am. Um, I is good with arithmetic. <laughs> English, not so much. What, what For those a, listening, D and D is a great game to get your kids into. Math. It is good. What, one of our I have first a non-profit for that. One of our first recordings, Mike had made a comment while somebody was trying to add a die roll plus a modifier. So like, live math is hard, <laughs> and it was hysterical. It was like perfectly timed. You and failed. I, I made the timing is, is that we had earlier. All right. <laughs> we had Let's 150 sure we divided these. by 4, which is 37.5, which dropped that to 675. When we beat the, the... Make stone, sure, you, make sure you're rounding up. 
Exactly. Skeletons, gotcha. So, All right. Now, you guys have you've gotten yourselves in the spot now where essentially the, the right side, the eastern side of the map is quote-unquote cleared. Again, using those MMO terms and the dungeon terms, you have cleared the east side of the map. Um, the the last place where you had camped out was the beaver pelt room. It seemed to be safe before. Do you guys need another short rest? Are we going to go through that? What's the next step? Here? I should Roll probably do charge through this. You want to do a short rest? Because I need to use some hit him? dice. Can anybody yeah. heal Sir Walter Moss? I can definitely heal. I've used none of my spells. I can heal a lot of healing. Well, remember, um, we only have a you short rest. No, 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 no. Um, we still have the spells that we've used throughout the day from the last time. This is a different new session, but remember, you don't have all the spells you had. Right. That's but he has point. some. What's when, in the cistern? That's a good point. When, when Sir Walter and Ferris walked them out, we found some secret... What's in the cistern? Why don't we take a long rest in the beaver pelt room and So did somebody look in the cistern, rest. perhaps? Okay. Did you guys happen to check the cisterns? No. I'm in, yeah. in the cell room rubbing my feet? We, be, we well, checked the cisterns. When, when, when you in. guys no, walk them nah. out. Oh, when we walk them out, what happens? Is there some healing pushes in one of the wall sconces? All right. So I'm <laughs> going to be the, the, the lead here in so far as leading you into this. Um, when you look in the cistern on your way back through, through the flickering light of the wall lanterns, you notice something in the cistern. Ooh, what is that? And when you check it out, you find a waterproof satchel hanging just below the water surface towards the back. And in that satchel is a potion of healing, a potion of invisibility. What? Five, zero, 50 gold pieces, and a clean set of ordinary travel clothing. Ooh. That sounds like... Mama needs a new wardrobe. You don't even know about it. Sounds like a getaway. <laughs> potion of healing, potion of invisibility. invisibility, and a clean set of travel clothing, and, yep. and 50 gold. 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 All right, gold is. Up Notice there. how Bree was like. There was no. Gold. All right, so how much does a potion of healing heal? Uh, JJ, a potion of healing is what a D eight. D eight plus two, I think. Know, well, you rolled it when you poured it into Moss's uh, gob. That was like three sessions. It was. Healing, invisibility, gold, and clean clothes. Mm-hmm. It's like someone's bug out bag. It's a bug out bag. <laughs> it's totally a bug out bag. bag. The only thing that's missing is like a hatchet. It's got to be glass ass. ass. I, I did it wrong. It's, a, it, it's technically a D8, but it's 2 day 4 plus 2. Well, that's even better, yeah. All right, so where are you guys headed next? We're headed to the secret door. Do well, we know about yeah, they're, this, they're, this healing potion that just, they I just picked heal up? I want to heal some. So, so three, Walt- we still have three healing potions in our inventory. Yeah. No, but my point is, you, uh, Ferris and Sir Walter Moss, have yes, walked... Yes, we, we would, we would okay, share, that with, the share that with the party. I also Goodness have a lot of healing spells. <laughs> just saying. The, the reason she has to ask is because she wouldn't I would have. not <laughs> have shared that with the party. Right. Yes, you would. All right. Wait, how many people? Uh, raise your hand, party members. How many people need serious healing? I do. Bree's good. I's good. You do. I do. You don't. Yeah, I do. You don't raise your hand on the radio. Bree goes suck it. <laughs> Wait, Sir Walter Moss and I yeah. do. So we're yes. all right. So remember, your your um you're at one circle of healing thing can bring you up to half before yeah. you apply any additional that was healing. Divine guidance, I think. The it circle was. of healing. The whatever thing the, you got uh, with channel yeah. divinity. Channel divinity, not like divine a, guidance. Channel divinity. Well that, and that's what I was going. What I was going to say is, I can bring people. Preserve life lets me choose one or more creatures within thirty feet to heal and distribute ten hit points among them to bring them up to a maximum of a half yeah. of their maximum hit points. That's so. Who is so I think he and I could huddle, cuddle, snuggle, mm-hmm. and then I could heal us up to half. But I don't know where you're at. Are you below half? Yes, I, okay. I'm well below half. I'm at five out of twenty-three. All right, and I'm at yeah. one. To five out of twenty. One to, one five. to five. I lost track. There's I think you're at one. Variable. Uh, one out of twenty-five. So let's see if I can do better. Let me. Well, no, use that because that's free healing. You don't have to. That, that that comes back into a short rest. 
It does? It's yes. 10 hit points that you share? Is that what you said? Yeah, it comes back in a short rest. Yeah. yeah. The challenge advantage, you think you can turn undead and... You're totally right. Oh, God, I love having a wizard in the party. All right. No, um, you love having a rules lawyer in a party. <laughs> yeah, that helps, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Thor, his bloodlust having subsided for a moment, is going to uh, get, get in touch with his healer side and say, Oh, my good friend, Sir Walter Moss, my patron, the person whose pool I clean, I need to heal you and I need to heal myself. So I'm going to Prefixes distribute. This is very bromantic. Come within 30 feet of me so that I can... <laughs> Uh, preserve life by speaking up to my great oh god I love you dwarven god uh, for whose name I cannot always remember very strange for 10 hit points that I'd like to distribute it's fine Thor take the 10 (laughs) hit points and shut up right I will take 6 and give Sir Walter Moss 4 Okay. All right. To bring me Good. to a total of seven. So take that. Now, are you guys going to go through a short rest in the beaver pelt room, the storage room, before you go Don't through that other secret door? Do we have healing potions? Do we have we enough do. healing potions? We do, but if we go do a short rest, you can do it again on the end of a short rest. All right. So short rest again. Although he can't heal me more than, like, two more. That's right, fine. I can give you two and give me eight. Which is wasteful. Okay. Actually, no, I can't. I mean, I actually do it. We have healing potions, and I'm we can also nine. use hit dice. Maximum? I'm at nine. Well, remember, you've used Why at least one. Why don't you one. want some hit points? Yes, because I'm not at halfway. Although I did second wind, What's your max? which I don't think 15? counts as one of the hit dice. No, it doesn't. But I think I did use at least one. You have used one. I have used one. I'll do. I'll do another hit dice. Why not? How many do we have total? You only have two. 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 You've already used. I've one. used one. I'm going to try rolling the hit I'm going to do another one. Why not? Yeah, no short rest. We're just going to steamroll through Are this. we going to steamroll through so yeah. I don't get another hit dice? Just do Can it. Can I get a healing potion? No, not for that. Not for six hit points. Should I roll? I've not used a hit dice. Yeah, You'll pour it dice. down your throat if you need You know, right? How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Two die four plus uh, four. I think I need a healing four. potion. Two die four. Here you go. I got it. I love the mechanics of this game. Yeah. Oh. Can, Kurt, uh, or JJ for that matter, can I ask you, did I tell you uh, experience points after the skeletons? Did you get that? That was 70. Yeah, I got That it. was 150. What, 150 split up. Okay. Right. Two die. I just want to make sure. Two. So four, six, eight. So I get eight hit points, and I Very use nice. one of my hit die. Yep. That does not use a hit die. It does not? The healing potion. Oh, that's healing potion. This was a healing potion. All right. So I just get eight points. Awesome. So I'm up to 15. Heck yes. And then you can use your hit die if you want. What's your total? What's your max hit? Uh, Like 22, 23. I think I need one of those healing potions. Do it. Because I'm still on 13. Dude, can I get one? How does using a hit die work again? Uh, Listeners at home, this is where we all act like morons and just do the math. Well, this is good Five. here. Seems like I Kurt, who's never played yeah, Seven Dragons two. before. This is where so we seven. cover we cover some of the rules. Uh, this being the starter set, it's important because as people are playing this, they should be picking up Six. those rules as they go. Right, showing that I'm even though Max, we're yep. super awesome. We don't know all the rules as we're starting, even in a right. group of five people. We have one hit, uh, hit healing potion left. Okay. Right. Don't waste Th- it. This helps to show that you can play the game without full knowledge of the game. Right. That's very important to know. I definitely do not know the rules, and so I look to Mickey as someone who may not know the rules, and then we look to JJ <laughs> as the rules lawyer, and between us... We figure it out. And then Sir Walter Moss over here just comments sarcastically as we do this. And that's what I do. Right. That's so, <laughs> so I... Use the healing potion with JJ's help, with uh, Ferris's help to get to 15. I could use a hit die. I have not used any. Yes. What is your maximum hit point total? 22. 22. So you get to roll a d10 for your hit points, right? D8. You use a d8? Yes. D8. All right. So you get to roll a d8 to heal with. You should probably do that. You should probably do that. So I could, at my level, I have two d8. So I have... Two chances to roll a hit die for healing yes. before a long rest. Yes. And then at a long rest, I get them both back? Yep. And I've used none, so why not roll one? Exactly. Yeah. So roll, okay. roll, roll one die eight. And right. you get to add your constitution modifier to it. Oh. Excellent. Which for me is plus two. So for the people at home, I'm rolling a d8. And he's hoping. Eight! eight. Plus eight. two is ten. Ten, which takes, takes me over, over my max, but I can only go to my max, which is 22. But Fantastic. I am back Good and job. rolling. All right. And I still have a hit die left. 
So Thank you, JJ, the rules lawyer, also known as Ferris, the wizard extraordinaire. <laughs> now we're all healed up. So we have now a another short rest, yes? Yes. No. Well, in the beaver. Not? In the beaver. We're room. deciding to not do a short rest. That okay. way we can steamroll. So with no short rest, then we're going to, in the beaver pelt room, right. you're going to open mm. the other secret door. Now, is that just a yep. role-playing choice? Like, why would we not take a short rest? Um, there's things the DM can do to dissuade you from that. Like, every time you take right. a short rest, there could be a chance for a random encounter okay. and yeah. make it so it's not beneficial. Yeah, and that's part of, especially in a pre-published adventures, there are things in here. Um, and I'll give you an example, again, because we're doing this as kind of a tutorial as well as uh, actually playing the game. Uh, there are oil lanterns on the wall for the well-lit areas. Those oil lanterns need to be refilled every few hours. If you spend a long time in one place, chances are you can be discovered, the random encounter aspect. Excellent. And if you spend too long in one spot, the the realism of it starts to kick in, you know, okay. pseudo-realism, if you will, that somebody's got to come fill the oil lantern, otherwise it's not going to keep burning, the red brands will come around, you get discovered during your short rest, and all hell breaks loose, right? Okay. All right. Uh, so we go through the secret door here, and I've just drawn up there. What that is is a small, a five foot wide, um, fifteen foot long stairway that goes down to a wall. Okay. So it's um, a small area that doesn't appear to lead anywhere. So we go down there and, and investigate because there's hold. probably going to be something down Are there. Are there torches? You said there's lamps. It, it is. This area is well lit. Are there like is there a torch that I can take off the the wall and like throw it down to see what's down there? Well, uh, what is down I mean, there now is a burning torch. We just we already no, walked we down. Walked <laughs> down yes, we did. I, okay. I'm going to walk yeah, down and investigate. All right, by investigate that would be a perception, a wisdom or perception check. Yes, natural twenty plus three. Natural yes. twenty plus three. A twenty three will miss. Um, <laughs> We're going to, as what Kurt said earlier, people are going to sit there saying, I can a 23 mess. Um, in that voice. Yeah, they, they're going to say it exactly like that. Our, uh, our fans in the Philippines are, are like, what okay. is he doing? Uh, quietly and let's call it um, cleverly, you discover another secret door on the northwest part where that stairway leads down. So... Why is were it, there beavers here? So is there another one down at the bottom? You guys are yeah, there. Sir, sir. You have gone oh, through okay. the S where the beaver pelt is, uh, beaver pelt room, the storage room. Uh, that was area number seven. You have uh, found the secret doorway into the stairwell that goes down and kind of ends in a wall there. And, and, that, and searching that area, uh, Sir Walter Moss was able to find another secret door on the west wall. Can the rogue check to see if it's trapped? Of course. Cut out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe cut out for you a cut second. Out you cut out for a second. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you're back. The word down. Down. You're back. 14. All right, 14. Um, there are no secret traps on the secret door. There are no secret traps on the, the secret do door. Do you Thank shout you that out? out us, <laughs> I shout that out. Um, you, t- you trigger a bunch of ruffians who want to come and attack us. <laughs> trigger. It's their trigger. A rogue shouting will trigger the red brand ruffians. Um, any, any beer from that cooler is fine, Kurt. Doesn't All right. I so I guess. For those listening, the more we play, the more we drink. Yes. So I guess Thank now you, that Thank you, Kurt. the door Don't is drink and drive. sort of safe. I'll drink um, and walk up to my house. I will. Attempt to open it. Okay. Go for it. So here's here's what you see. Um, uh, describe to me, first off, what is the order and how are you, quote unquote, attempting to open it? Well, what does that mean? Does it have a handle? For, for, it's a secret door. They never have handles. There's just some kind of mechanism or you find the thing to push it or what have you. Then I guess I would like to try to find the thing to push it. And what is the order? And 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 well, give I me it for traps. Give me some detail of. So I, I can just I can it. kind of feasibly see like Bree going checking it for traps and saying it's clear, backing up and letting Sir Walter yep. Moss at it. So right? I guess you're right behind me. I'm right behind you. All right. So we'll have Walter Moss, 
And the wizard's always in the back. Bree, Thor, and Ferris, okay? So I'm like pressing along and giving yeah. a shove on the door and We're hopefully right we'll get on through. Yes, you are at that secret door on the northwest side of the stairwell. This is a big hideout. It is. Well, it's the uh it's the, the manor. The old basement of the manor, right? Basement storage area. I want a basement like this. Me too. Mickey, can, I, can our basement have a crevasse? Yes, please. Don't I just think it's funny that there were all those 30 beaver pelts. I mean, I always keep my beaver pelts in the basement. I don't know about you, but I like to roll around in my beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, and we skyrocket to the top of the lesbian podcast. <laughs> I like to caress it. Stroke it. All right. Um, The door. I I still want. I still want a description of what this is. So, when Sir Walter Moss goes to open this door, is this walking through the door at target, or is this busting through the door and going all crazy? Well, I mean, he sort of learned a little bit from the last door that he burst on through. Surprise, Um, motherfuckers! And. And so he's feeling gently for the catch, and then he's just going to, like, gently, with, like, maybe a peek through, just to okay. f- make sure that someone doesn't take his head off. So then give me a dexterity or stealth roll. Mm. Well, I'm sure that I have Joe. plenty of both of those. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, that's fine. Thank you. Ooh. I would like to... Nope, I don't have any no. of that. Wait, can I... I can't help him be stealthy. No. No, 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 no. wait, wait, wait. He throws a blanket over my head. <laughs> I will defer to the rules lawyer as to when or when I cannot give this, but I have an advantage which I can give. He has one too. He does, but but he's and he has it. one too. They, none of them use it. I'm willing to give my advantage yeah. for a second roll if it's permissible. Oh yeah, it's permissible. Moss. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll roll your roll. So you take the better of your 2d20s. So your inspiration. My inspiration is gone. It can't be much worse than my first d20. Which was a two? It can be worse, but not much. But not much. Come on. Got like five. Five. Oh, good lord in heaven. Minus one is four. I am so stealthy. Thank you, Kurt. (laughs) So basically what happened was you you like, like, it's grinding on the floor. It's like, and the door is like, And then I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the loudest part. Just so shakes her head. Um, as, a, okay. as a bonus action, Thor uh, reminds his party members that next time he wants to give advantage to Sir Walter Moss to tell him to suck an egg. Suck uh, and and egg. use his own yeah. first. Uh-huh, he's so generous. I am a generous person. I can't heal for crap, but I'll throw some advantage around. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, you're opening the door, and let me tell you what you see. Uh, first, I've drawn it up there just to give you an idea of what it is. Oh, nice. The walls of this bedchamber are covered with drapes of scarlet cloth. The furniture furnishings include a small writing desk, that's the thing against the north wall, with a matching chair and a comfortable-looking bed, as well as a wooden chest at the foot of the bed. Sitting at the desk is a short, dark-haired human male in robes studying a tome. He wears a princely mantle of ermine. A beautiful glass staff leans against his chair with an easy reach. And he, he hears you, because you are not stealthy, nope. as you open the door. Let's roll an initiative. Does he have a beard? So he, he, has a, he has an ermine Jesus. mantle, hence the beaver pelts. It all makes sense. <laughs> Evil me. We have come full circle, people. <laughs> All right, where do we have? Ferris on an 11. Ferris on 11. Thor? Thor is an 8 minus 1 for 7. 7. Sir Walter Moss? 3. Ooh, excuse me. Bree rolls on a 6. Outstanding. Evil Mage has a 16. Oh. Evil Mage has a 16. Guess who's Shot getting the, the first chest. magic missile? Hey, before we fight, can we try to talk to him, please? No, I think I'm going to get shot in the chest. <laughs> Let's see here. No. We never talk anymore. Uh, never, listen, mm-hmm. can we cuddle him? He's going to totally shoot me in the chest. Group death hug. <laughs> well, I know wizards don't uh-huh. like it, but... Um, Why can't just, we cuddle? I mean, he, I mean, he wasn't loved as a child. 
His mama didn't give him affection. Can I play he with He had his a hair? whole cult. So here, here we go with it. Um, as So I, I'm pretty sure Evil Mage has the uh, top of the initiative. Yes, yes correct. All right, so we're going to start with him. Uh, and he's going to say, uh, he's going to see Sir Walter poking his head through his secret door, which is right next to his desk, essentially. So he's sitting at his desk. He looks over to his right, and Sir Walter Moss, in his gleaming armor and bright robes, uh, or bright coverings, is poking his head through the secret door next to his desk. And he says, I've been expecting you, my guest. I assume you brought the rest of your party with you. Absolutely. Great, it's a shame I don't have better accommodations for you at this time, but please, come in, come in. How can I help you? Well, yeah, not shooting me in the chest would be nice. (laughs) 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 Do you need your charismatic dwarf? Companion to come up and help you with the role. Is play? he charismatic? I think I'm more charismatic. So, so I mean, no, the, no, 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 deception, Bree. Let, let's stick with initiative for now. Who's up after Evil Wizard? After Evil Mage. Yeah. Comes evil Mage. Sorry. Yeah. Ferris the Wizard. Okay, Ferris. Who's just been poked in the eye by his loving wife? <laughs> you liked it. <laughs> um, so, so you hear this exchange. There's no shortage of volume on the Evil Mage's part. Yeah, the uh, the trappings here in his basement are quite dismal, are they not? Oh, definitely. Who else have you brought with you? In, in other Thor. words, who's next in initiative? Thor. Thor? I am here with my illustrious companions, including Sir Walter Moss, because... Hey. Out of concern, he knows I'm there. <laughs> right. Out of concern for your friend and former compatriot Sildar, mm-hmm. who was legitimately and seriously concerned about your absence, and asked us to see if we could. Wait a minute! I thought this was glass. Staff. If we could find mm-hmm. a missing wizard uh, who used to be a compatriot of his in some organization whose name I don't know. Uh, but he would legitimately like to find his friend and companion. Are you he, or do you know where he might be? Sildar thought he might be here in the manor. Yes, I am Iarno. Sildar would love to have you come back with us to Fendalen. <laughs> there's there's and, no uh, need for me to return to Fendalen. I have things under control here. Now, who's up next? That would... Bree. Bree. How's Bree reacting to this? So Bree kind of like hears all this stuff and kind of strolls in. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> where's White Staff? Glass Staff. Glass Staff. Glass staff. That, that's him. He's we got know. a Glass Staff. Like you said, he has a Glass Staff next to his chair. He's obviously Glass Staff. So do yeah. I recognize him as Glass Staff? No. Have I seen him before? No. I have never seen him before. You haven't seen him, but yeah, considering glass. he has this allegiance with the Red Brands, it's probably the wizard who was trying to have you killed. So, okay, so Bree walks into the room and's like, You, wizard, <laughs> I have a score to set w- settle with thee. Prepare <laughs> to die. Ooh, so Bree gets all threatening and stuff. Fuck yeah. Okay. Sorry. I like how she got old, old English at the end there. Shit, yeah, dog. <laughs> I got a score to sell with you, punk bitch, the dog. You must uh, have back me up. Great. Um, uh, talk amongst yourselves for a second. We are going to get to something else, but I so need to like look up and one you've thing. Like, you, okay, so she's been kind of like so when, and moody. So when I first saw that the guy had a glass staff against his thing, I definitely thought he was glass staff. <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, like, is there any way that Wizards lets you talk, talk mm-hmm. your way out of this encounter? Yes. I would, as the way I like to play, I would like to talk my way out of this. I like to bring him back to town, well, but make him reconcile. Our half just threatened the hell because, because we have a rogue who had been tried. He tried right. to kill me. Right. But he obviously did not like the way I was going. Mm-hmm. He was like, I've had enough of you. Next. Mm-hmm. Like, if you weren't aggressive, like, is... Is there a course where we could have not That's fought him? That's a good him? question. I don't know. Is there a way that you could diplomatically talk your way out of this and bring him with you? 
I don't know. I don't know. So let's start with this now, because there is a trigger here that if he is threatened, he does something. And oh. I think he's next in order anyway, right? Correct. Uh, Everyone I'm else next. is gone. No, Sir Walter Moss. Okay. So how, how are you reacting to her threat? Uh, I'll let you have that because I'm keeping it in initiative for now. I mean, is our mission to kill Glassstaff? We or have a request, a bounty yeah. on his head for 100 gold. Right, I ha- have. His Thornton. head, whether or not it be attached but it is, to his body. Is it to know. kill him or to, ta- to get him? Yeah, Thor, Thor multiple, will look up the quest log. We have two different... Um, Halia at the Miners Exchange offered 100 gold pieces to eliminate Glassstaff and bring any letters in his possession or correspondence in his possession. And then, again, this is just my notes from the session, but mm-hmm. um, Sildar, I think at the town hall, but I could have been wrong about that, wanted us to find Yarno, who we now know is Glassstaff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he disappeared at the manor, and there was some reward that I did not write down for finding him. I don't think that was killing him. Right. Well, well, he had wanted you to find him because it was his they, friend. They were friends. They right. were members of a, a organization. Yeah. He definitely wasn't looking for somebody to eliminate him. Just right. find him. Right. Where, where has his friend been the last two months? I think right. is what it was. Right. Well, as soon as ahead. she says that he is Glassstaff, mm-hmm. I would spring into action and attack him. Okay, go ahead. Oh, wow. Thank you, Sir Walter Moss, for backing me up. I mean, he's the le- the head of the Red Brands. Meanwhile, he, said, yeah. he is Dr. Evil. He's the evil doctor. And, and Thor just thinks I'm a lover, uh, not a fighter. Um, that's a seven plus, plus five. Is, five. Is, is that enough? Twelve enough? Twelve, Twelve will hit. Okay. What? Yep. His armor class is way lower than mine. He's, He's a, a wizard. Pussy. You should He's take out. And that's. was like, strong. look at me. Eight 12. slashing damage. I Eight told you, wizards. damage. Whatever. All right. And then I'm also going to take my action surge and do it again. Do it again, baby. Crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Do it again. Do it again. 19 Whoa. plus <laughs> 5 is 24. Yes. That will hit. Plus another 5 slashing damage. Okay. All right. And, and then I guess we're back to the beginning of the initiative. Correct. At which point no, Glass Staff Glass gets staff to act. Goes. Um, he, he grabs his staff, <laughs> um, <gasps> holds it in front of him and, and murmurs a few words, and the staff glows, and he, uh, uh, a magical uh, aura covers him. Uh, it's similar to what you saw when Ferris cast mage armor on himself. Mm. Okay. Excellent. Um. When he does that, he also casts a magic missile at Sir Walter Moss. Now, JJ, would you please remind me, what is damage for a magic missile? One die, four plus one, three bolts. And there's no... There's nothing you You just get hit. You just get hit. Oh, so that's two. Uh, A one plus one, a three plus one. So that's... um, Six and a four plus one, so that's five more. Eleven points. Is he casting this as a first level spell or a second level spell? One. Okay. Level one. Eleven. Nine. That's what I have left. So he activates his glass staff and shoots magic missiles at Sir Walter Moss. Um, who's up next? Ferris. Wizard, counter him. Minor action. <laughs> <laughs> Counterspell is no longer a thing. I apologize. Wizard. I can't do that. Wizard. Wizard. So what does Ferris have up his sleeve for the evil mage? This is a good question. Off. I think I'm just going to do Ray, Ray around. Kidding. Seriously? Ah. Seriously? It's time to bust out the big... <laughs> time out. Seriously? It's time to bust out the beaver pelts. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. Ray of Frost is his go-to. That's his go-to, go-to. spell. It really That's is. the moneymaker. Is anyone wielding talent? Can't trip. No. Sword of the Black Hawk? Of course not. Why would anyone f- use the one magic weapon you found in the game? I'm using he it. He has it. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's just not using he's it as a sword. Ray of Frost him because that kills everything. It's a nice decoration. Exactly. It's worked so far. So I'm just gonna, I'm going to magic support. missile. I'm going to use, use his spell as inspiration and cast magic missile back at him. Seriously? Outstanding. Okay, it, go for magic it. Magic missile is good. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a hit. It's a guarantee. Guns don't hit. kill people. People <laughs> kill people. Guns don't kill people. Magic missile kills people. I sort of wish there was a role for we magic We just lost missile. the Republican. 
crowd. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Ten damage. Heck okay. yes! Give me some! Nice. That's awesome! We were making fun of Magic Missile. Look at no, that. I love Magic Missile. And for those who care, it was four plus one, one plus one, and two plus one. At higher level, you get to like have additional targets and more damage, and it's awesome. Okay, so all of the missiles uh, plow into Glassstaff, and he falls limp onto the ground. Sweet. Wow. But Thor. not dead. So Thor, Thor is going for number four, baby. Coup de grab, oh. bitch. <laughs> um, He's already dead. <laughs> Is he alive? No. Uh, he he is less than zero hit points. He's on the floor. Yes. You know what? Cut his head off. See, cut his head off. My personality wants to interrogate Free him. Free action. Wants to tie him cut up. his head we off. We can't interrogate him. He's dead. <laughs> Free no, he's action. unconscious, right? If someone wants to heal him, that Free would action. be allowed. Cut his head off. Don't heal him. Just Wait take a his Let's, All right. As a bonus action, I'm going to huddle my party like Tom Brady with the New England Patriots. Okay. Oh, God. And then he's going to throw four interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. If we can heal this guy and talk to him, is there anything to be gained by a potential interrogation of a guy who we Let's can- secure the area first. We heard there were bugbears. True. He may have backup. Let's right. secure the area okay. first. Excellent point. Good point. And then we can interrogate. He he grudgingly agrees that that's a is good there, point. Let me Wizard re- healer wait, 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 tactician. Wait. Let me rephrase my question. Is there any reason not to kill him? No. I mean, he's already dead. Kick him no, in the balls. He's he's can Bree? Okay. He's not point of quite order. dead. Point of order. Can Bree run really? up and kick him in the balls? Sure. Of course. Bree runs up and kicks him in the balls. Outstanding. <laughs> just saying. I will. Just saying. Yes. All right. Um, it's my turn. I'm, may I do a perception check for bugbears in the area? Um, I, uh, there are no bugbears. There are no bugbears. Excellent. In, in the room, there is a desk, a chair, a wooden chest, and a bed, and a door on the west wall. All right. While, Strangely, while there's four, a lamp, though, that looks like a bugbear right. with a lamp shade <laughs> over it. <his head. laughs> there are. There are. <laughs> there are. <laughs> there are five bugbears jumping on the bed. One fell One off fell and bonked his head. Now the doctor said no more bugbears jumping on the bed. All right. While Thor, see, we are family three, friendly. While Thor has three deaths tonight, and with this could easily make it four, jaunting him into, if not the what lead, are you at least about? he. he I already, already gained in game. In game terms, he is dead. My point being, if you immediately react and heal him, he would be okay to talk to. Fuck that. He is, in game terms, it is an NPC who has been reduced to zero hit points or less. Death saving throws? No. NPCs don't. NPCs don't. In general, not a chance. All right. Is there anything to be gained? I don't like killing a powerful wizard that we... A hundred gold. That's what's to be gained. A hundred gold is what's to be gained. We can always slit his throat. Do we know what Silar would give us if we brought him back in chains? Nothing. He gave pat us on the, the back and then He's pat looking a boy. for a friend. Exactly. He's looking for a friend. I mean, That's Sildar it. might be evil if his we friend is like the leader of the Red Bulls. All right, uh, Bree, cut, Bree votes to slit his throat. All right. Uh, uh, Thor is going to role play bad. his character. Go for it. Uh, and he's a follower who is a little self conscious of the first the actions of others and therefore calls for a vote. Shall we allow Glassstaff, also known as Iarno the Great and Powerful Mage, to die at our hands? Yes. Or he died at the hands of a greater him, and powerful bring him, mage. Bring him for trial at the Capitol, which I think they have probably never enough problems already. I th- I'd leave just let's leave him dead. I think we can get enough information off his stuff. Alright, so it's three to one. Therefore, Thor, against his better judgment, allows him to die. Death rattle. Oh, I hate that. I hate that decision. But I allow it. He dies. Done. He is dead. I take. I as as my bonus action. Take his glass staff. Uh uh. Uh uh. Hold, please. That's my glass staff. I haven't attacked. I haven't done anything. I get to. Well, once you have allowed him to stay dead. We really don't have initiative anymore. Wow. All right. I pick up his glass staff and throw it to Ferris because I know that 
he just killed him and he could probably use it more than a sword. <laughs> and then I go to searching his desk. What what was Thor's inclination? I mean, my inclination was definitely to keep him alive and bring him back to Sildar. No, with, with the staff. When you were going to grab the staff, you were going to... Uh, I would probably... I would have thought about it, but I probably would have taken that with me and returned it to either Sildar or Sister Gilnari or whatever her name was. It was clearly okay. in tune with deep magical powers and seen what I could have gotten from that. Uh, your, your wizard Ferris... Um, found magical properties on that sword. So he's in tune with magic as well. It might be worthwhile for him to check it out. Mm. He also can show whoever it is at the town that we, we got him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, it works okay. both ways. So, is that so what's, the next, magic? what's the next step then? What are you guys doing? You are, you are in his chamber, so searching the room. Yeah, definitely search the desk. Search the desk because okay. he was working at it. Yeah. They're at the desk is a letter signed with the black spider's symbol. This letter reads, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of if I'll use a, a voice for Iarno here because he didn't have one so Iarno. far. Iarno. Yeah. Um, Lord Albrecht, my spies in Neverwinter tell me that strangers are due to arrive in Phandalin. They could be working for the dwarves. Capture them if you can. Kill them if you must, but don't allow them to upset our plans. You feel See a little that better any now? dwarven maps in their possession are delivered to me with haste. I'm counting on you, Iarno. Don't disappoint me. See? Signed, gonna... the Black Spider. Signed, he signed it, the Black Spider. It is the Black Spider symbol. See? It's a Black Spider. We have no idea who the Black Spider is, right? At this point, no. He would have either captured us or killed us. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my that, and that's why I had a democratic process. So in searching the desk, you find that letter. In searching the rest of the room, um, yeah. so on the desk, you find the letter. Just reiterating, because Mickey walked back in. She can hear me now. Uh, you find the letter on the desk. In the rest of the room, when you search, is, uh, as I had mentioned, there's a wooden chest at the foot of the bed. It is not locked. Okay. It is not trapped. Hello? Oh, there you right. And it contains 180 silver pieces. Heck yes. 130, 130 gold pieces. That's and a silk pouch containing five carnelians. And those are 10 gold pieces each. Are they flowers? Wait a sec. Hang on. <laughs> Not carnations. <laughs> carnelians. What was that last part? Are they lizards? Five, five <laughs> carnelians at 10 gold pieces each. Two uh, peridots at 15 gold pieces each. Peridot. August's birthday. And one pearl at 100 gold pieces. It also contains a, black pearl. a scroll of charm person and a scroll of fireball. Heck yes. And like that. that's. Can't you blow something up? That staff that was tossed to Ferris. Is uh, you identify as identified to take magic? Is that all your cantrips? Or no, it's a ritual. Okay, so So take a a minute to figure it out, and I'll just tell you what it is. Uh, It is a staff of defense. There's a couple things you want to write down about it. First, you must be attuned to the staff to gain its benefits and cast its spells. So you have to do the attunement thing. I, I stroke it gently. There you go. Well, you got to stroke it. That's Why how you can't you look it? <laughs> how is this any different from Thursday night at the Schumacher household? <laughs> Stroking your glass staff, staff to gain attunement. She licks glass staff. You got to gotta lick it first. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you have this information, Ferris. Uh, it has nine charges right now because one was used. Of. Uh, when you have this, you either use mage armor, which is one of the charges, or shield, which is two of the charges. No components are required. It can hold ten. Since it was just used once for mage armor, it has nine right now. 
each day, it regains 1d6 plus 4 charges, up to 10. Oh, sweet. Nice. That happens at dawn. If you expend the staff's last charge, you roll a d20. On a roll of a 1, it explodes. And takes her hand clean off. So don't use the last charge. <laughs> or take a... Lastly, as a staff of defense, anytime you are holding it, you get a plus one to your armor class. Oh, sweet. Nice. Okay. This is a very nice staff. Holy lord, can I have it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Mm. <laughs> can I have that? Penis. Holy lord, can I have it? After she licks the beaver. Penis. Mm. So we have... The what you have from searching, um, you have for this encounter of defeating Iarno Glassstaff, you divide two hundred experience among the characters. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Less than a couple of ruffians. Let me let me throw something out for Kurt uh, slash for Thor's consciousness. If you had captured him and delivered him to Sildar, the experience is doubled. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't. Well, what? (laughs) You will all learn if you play with me after this. I I like talking. I like charisma. I don't like fighting. And we started off that way. Diplomacy? Bree had a score to settle with the wizard who tried to kill her. Now, there's a specific here. There's part of Ayarno's staff, uh, or setup right here. And and let me just take a minute just to say, we've got a few minutes left on this hour. I want to talk through how part two went. All right, and that's how we'll end up this, this podcast, this episode. Uh, but there's a section right here, uh, and, and just to give you guys an idea, where I have it highlighted here is Glassstaff's headquarters. That's where it starts. It actually, and that's page 25, it covers all of page 26 as well. So this encounter is the end of the Red Brand hideout, so to speak. It's the end of this section, the end of part two. And one of the paragraphs here starts with, if threatened, he uses a staff of defense to cast mage armor on himself. So that's really when he starts. But it talks about how he puts on an air of congeniality when he is approached. So that was the start of it when he saw Sir Walter Moss come in, you know, welcome my guests. I'm sorry, I don't have really good accommodations for you, etc. Those pieces are actually right in the book. And I was following along with that. And then the next paragraph says, if he's threatened... Bang. Well, the next paragraph says, if he's reduced to eight or fewer hit points, he gives up. Well, you got him to nine, and then you killed him. (laughs) So (laughs) he didn't get that eight threshold that the book states. So he didn't get a chance to give up. He went from almost giving up one point away from giving up to, well, not alive anymore. Ah, well. But, like, okay, so playing it in, like, in character, do you yeah. really see the halfling's no, character no. allowing him? Oh, well, probably not. I think part of, the, part of how it worked out was that he had a certain amount of hit points at the wrong times for the story to play out. However, I think as a Dungeons & Dragons game, it's expected if the player characters meet a bad NPC, that bad NPC will be bad. dead at the end of the encounter. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a normal expectation, I think. I mean, we were sent there to kill Glassstaff. So whether Glassstaff was also Yarno Albrecht mm. seemed sort of inconsequential to me. <laughs> like, See, I, I would argue that we weren't sent there necessarily to kill him. We were sent there to eliminate Bingo. the red brand Correct. threat. Right, and that's, yes. where, that's where I say, when I said it's a Dungeons & Dragons encounter, players typically in the Dungeons and Dragons universe read something like eliminate or take care of or whatever as kill. He must not live. Yeah. No, I no, mean, I, eliminate I that, like, is kill. Right. <laughs> eliminating the leader, though, is eliminating the leader. I listened to a podcast once on the Tome Show or something, and they said, think about Dungeons and Dragons from the enemy's point of view. Like, you're just a kobold. You're just a yeah. kobold. And, like, you're just going about your life. You're not smart, but you're just doing your and every time a human shows up, you're dead. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, I totally see that. But, like... And it's like, why do you die? Just because you're a cobalt, why do you die every time? As a group, I see that. You know, right. you wanted, yeah. you would want to diplomatically work your way through that encounter. But, like, self-centered, Bree's character, this dude tried right. to kill her. Yeah. So she's going to well, try to take him out. Well, and I don't necessarily want our, us as a party to be diplomatic. My personal... Yeah. 
not necessarily Thor, but Kurt Schumacher's play is I tend towards wanting to charisma, diplomacy, talk mm -hmm. it out. And then if not, I'll bash your head in. Although, so, which is good if we all bounce each other out and we know yeah. that. I mean, yeah. I don't care. I, I think if his option. glass staff wouldn't have been sitting against his chair, he'd probably still be alive. <laughs> this is true. And again, it's you know it, it falls down into uh, Bree Mickey's character. Her end goal in this whole thing was to, was to kill Glassstaff. Yeah. Right. To right. enact revenge. Right. Perfectly legitimate. I mean, mm -hmm. you kill the person that's trying to kill you, right? Now, does now just for curiosity, on your pre-gen character, does it say kill or does it say bring to justice? Or it says on that person's word, the head of the Red Brands, a wizard, a wizard called Glassstaff, tried to have you killed. You escaped barely alive, and thanking Timora, the goddess of good fortune, for your luck, you fled Fandalin almost penniless. Fandalin. <laughs> and almost penniless with only the tools of your trade to your name. So I could see right. that evolving mm -hmm. into I'm going to go get him for trying to right. kill me. Absolutely. And just me as a player, <coughs> I could read that to if he was in chains rotting in a Neverwinter prison for the rest of his life, I would be perfectly happy. And that's just a difference in just fundamental like how yeah. you view the world, which is awesome. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And at the same cool. time, like... Uh, since this is a pre-written adventure, like us walking him back to f to uh, Neverwinter doesn't really seem like like something we would do. It seems sort of like a, a waste of time since we have a lot of other stuff. Um, I think because it's pre-written, I see in here as, and again, because I can read it, I see the whole thing. But what are you doing after this? You're going back to Fandolin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which well, means if you hadn't killed him, you take his living body with you instead of his corpse or evidence of his right. corpse. Well, and right. the, th the thing is too, like as far as like metagaming and D and D, like we're still going to gain experience for turning his body into Halia. Right. Yeah. We're just not getting. We're not getting the double experience. You'll gain a reward, a, a monetary reward, and so oh, generally experience monetary reward, reward yeah. and yeah. experience yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I, I am in absolutely no way arguing for my position. I'm truly not. I'm just saying oh, it's a different, I think, a different I think people view. feel like in D&D &D and Pathfinder, eliminate means kill as an absolute default. And it doesn't have to. I mean, like, eliminate does <laughs> kill. No, but like, well, okay, so, so but think taking about, his point, like how could... Could could we have role played? Think our about way it out as a this. true true role play. Like really get in the head of your characters for in a truly meaningful sense. At this moment, this guy is on the ground. He is breathing but barely. And the choice is: Do I literally cut his head off? Do I slit his throat? Do I stick a sword through his gut? Or do I tie him up, put a collar on him, and whip him all the way back to Fandalen? So um, it, I don't it, care. It's just a choice. It's a choice. Right. It's yeah, a choice. And the, clearly the default in D&D &D is cut his head off. Right. Clearly. I mean, and I'm just not sure just, that's the right choice. We just let him die. We didn't, like, mutilate his body. <laughs> well, like, you mutilated his no. body, which caused him to die Ferris, and did not save him. Ferris, being a, a disciple of knowledge, no. you know, killing someone who has knowledge is a sin. Mm -hmm. But... At the same time, this gentleman also tried to off us. Like, so I, yeah. she well, made a verbal threat. His response was to escalate to actual violence. Mm -hmm. Right. Great point. Uh, she made a verbal threat to which he defended himself after he tried to chop his head off. <laughs> I mean, truly, he didn't attack uh, right. until he was attacked. I'm truly not arguing. Yeah, I just, I just think it's an interesting role play. It is an interesting well, because no, I, I think you can't take that avenue in the real world. Yeah. Well, you, and yeah. against a, against a ancient red dragon, you don't yeah. have that choice, right? Like, once the red dragon gets aggressive, like it's kill or be killed. It's a no brainer. Against a beholder, it's a no brainer. But against a human wizard, Correct. like you kind of have a choice. Yeah, you're right. So let's take that opportunity and I think a good discussion of how we could have rather than how we actually had handled the encounter. Uh, we are finishing up part two of this Dungeons and Dragons starter set with our heroes, our party victorious at this point, and we have defeated 
Glassstaff, the evil mage, as he is called in the book, and have uh, the opportunity now to cash in on some of the rewards as well as the quest that Holly Thornton sent out. Uh, it sounds like we're, we're doing good so far as a group. The, the adventure's going well. We're going to be able to pick up with part three next. Does everyone want to say anything? Sayonara. I'm good. Flesh My protuberance. My <laughs> penis. <laughs> All right. We're done for now. Our valiant heroes escorted the prisoners to safety and confronted Glassstaff, mightily defeating him. With the Red Brand Ruffians neutralized, we finish part two of the Dungeons & Dragons starter set. Be sure to tune in for part three. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.